it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things yoga, well-being and relationships. And today my wonderful guest is Lauren and she is a certified meditation and mindfulness instructor trained by Buddhist monks in Thailand. She is also the founder of the international meditation brand Samavira. Is that how you say it? Envisioning to become the first ever international meditation brand franchise. Lauren's mission is to facilitate people's transformation by helping them to release blockages from their life and support them in shifting their mindsets and habits through meditation and mindfulness practices. So welcome, Lauren. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's all right. So yes, what should we talk about? (laughs) All things meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me more about your your brand then, because I I use a different one. Um, But I would love to, yeah, look into your one and see what yours is all about. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Yeah, you've already given me a great introduction. So as you mentioned, I've been trained by Buddhist monks in Thailand. So I really went back to Thailand, went back to the core of where meditation comes from. And I was trained certified there. So what I did with my training is I basically wanted to spread the practice further and further than just one person can do, I believe. So long story short, what I did is I found a Samavera, like you said, and you pronounce it well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can be tricky the first time I know. And um, <clears throat> I turned my training, the one I received from the monks, into a training that I can give to students who are new or already advanced in meditation and help to, to become independent meditators. Because I realized there is no such thing as meditation training. There's mindfulness trainings, yoga yes. trainings, wellness training. There's lots of things, but no <laughs> actual meditation training. And I couldn't believe my eyes the first time I, I realized it. But I looked further and I looked deeper and I thought, no, it's not there. So someone must do that. So yeah. <laughs> I'll see if that person would be me. And that is why I started Samavera. That's amazing. That must have been amazing to be in Thailand as well. I love Thailand. It's incredible. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to going back. Honestly, I can't wait. Yes. Have you got something booked? Wow. No, no. (laughs) yet, but I'm manifesting it. I'm envisioning it. I'm planning it in my mind. (laughs) Nothing booked yet. It will come. It will come. And what kind of meditations do you do? Do you do lots of different ones? Because I because some people say that it's good to do guided ones but then other people say that it's really good to just do it on your own and either just listen in silence or listen to a bit of background music to get the full experience of your body and your soul what would you kind of say i love that question it's super on point honestly so in terms of the actual meditation style or technique uh, that we use it's called damakaya so it's different than vipassana zen meditation which are two big ones that are quite known right And in the Makaya meditation, also in the Samavira trainings that we give, we believe that it's great to go through guided meditations to learn. 
the practice yes. to learn the techniques and then of course to be guided into it however what we really try and do with our trainings is to train people how to become independent meditators meaning they wouldn't need the guides anymore if they wouldn't want to that means you have a choice you can use an audio you can use youtube an app music whatever you want but you don't need to and yeah. we really want to help people to to basically re-empower themselves to to claim that freedom back because starting to meditate through using an app using youtube it's great please do it but we noticed um in our research and in talking to our students that a lot of people plateau in their experience they get to a certain level with meditation and that are like shoot either i still can't do it i still cannot sit still for just five yeah. minutes with an empty mind how do people do this or people who actually do know or have experienced how to empty their minds and how to sit still but then kind of plateau they're like is this it is, is isn't there yeah. more to it i haven't experienced those feelings of bliss or or higher understanding that some talk about you know, what's missing what am i doing wrong and because of all those things we decided to create an actual eight-week training where we guide people through. So that training is guided, but less and less and less so. So people oh, okay, learn. that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we like uh, take people by the hand, but not throughout. We kind of like let them go step by step. So it's very comfortable. It's very doable as well. Because some people are kind of um, overwhelmed thinking of, okay, let me start a meditation practice. Oh my God, this is going to be difficult. I don't know where to start, how to do it, what to do. That's what we help with as well. So. To answer your question uh, more specifically, I would say if people love following guided meditations, then by all means do so. Yeah. However, indeed, as you just mentioned, I do also believe that not everyone wants to follow guided meditations, but right now we don't really have a choice, right? Unless you know what you're doing and how to do it. Once you know how to do it, what you're doing and what works for you, so we don't believe in a one size fits all either with meditation, uh, that means you have a choice and you can either use music or nature sounds it's not really music but there's some sound some like white noise in the background that could also very much help or indeed use silence because we do believe generally that in silence you can drop even deeper connect even more deeply and therefore have an even more expanded meditation experience yeah okay so do you think we should do meditation every single day because i try to but yeah sometimes life gets in the way <laughs> That is super true. And even though I'm a, I'm a meditation trainer, I also know that life does get in the way and same for me, actually. I really like that question because I am I know for a fact that you're not the only one wondering and asking about it. Yeah. The theoretical answer is yes, it would be great to meditate every day and definitely do try to meditate every day. But it's true that it's not always um, feasible. It can be challenging, etc. So it really, it kind of depends on the type of person that you are, I would say. Some people, they fall out of something quite easily. So for that yeah. type, those types, uh, that type of people, it could actually be a good challenge to try and stick with something. For example, if you're trying to practice meditation, try and stick with the daily practice indeed. However, for other, another type of people, and this is the type of person that I am as well, we kind of like, uh, we're too hard on ourselves. We challenge ourselves too much, already put too yeah. much pressure on ourselves. So if, we're, if you're that type <laughs> of person, if you relate to that a bit more, I would actually say, if there's a day that's just really not working out, by all means, don't do it. Because in the end, long-term, that's a more sustainable way to actually um, build up a longer-term practice. If you put okay. too much pressure, this actually goes for any habit that you're trying to build, not just meditation. If you're putting too much pressure on yourself, whereas you already do that in daily life, high chance that after a few days, few weeks, maybe a few months, you actually fall out of it because you didn't build it sustainably yeah. from the start. 
Having said all that, however, a daily practice is amazing indeed because meditation builds on each other. So the more you practice and the longer you practice in terms of time and uh, in terms of meditation length, in terms of uh, the time that you've been meditating uh, yes. overall, it does build on each other. So you can actually deepen your practice because one builds on another, builds on another, builds on another. So the more, the better in that sense, yes. But again, it is definitely not... Um, the point is definitely not to pressure yourself into getting to a daily practice if that's not what suits you at this point yes think, think long term not short term basically yeah yeah, yeah. and term. actually before when I started doing it I thought I have no clue in how to do this I'm just gonna start and try and figure out myself and so I did use guided ones and sometimes mm. I still use guided ones mm-hmm. but people come to me like my clients will come to me and say oh I had like a fizzy feeling or um Mm. i had i had tears running down my face when i was meditating and yeah what would you say would you just say just go with your body and um, notice the feelings coming up because everyone's different very true everyone is different indeed and yeah that's what indeed what i would say go with your body and see what happens see what feels right to you because the thing is meditation a lot of people have the conception that meditation is all about peace and light, feeling amazing, <laughs> being positive and grateful all day long, every single minute. But that's definitely <laughs> not the case. I mean, we're all human beings and no matter how much we meditate or do yoga or anything eh, along those lines for that matter, we're still human beings. Still, uh, life still throws curveballs at us. It's not fun and happiness and love and light all the time. But what these practices do is help you cope with the challenges that come your way, right? So, um, so the thing is with meditation, it's actually, it actually provides a mirror for you. Meaning what comes up in meditation is most likely a reflection of what's going on in your daily life that you may or may not be aware about, right? It could be that emotions come up, could be nice, let's say positive emotions, could be emotions that are a bit more challenging. We usually call them negative emotions, even though I believe emotions in general are neutral because they're all mess- uh, messages, right? But meditation in that sense is kind of like, it highlights or it reflects or it mirrors what's going on. So that definitely means do let it happen, yes, but do go as far as you feel comfortable doing. When you see yourself as standing in this, in your comfort zone, I always suggest, I always um, give the advice to kind of like step out of your comfort zone with one foot, but stay yeah. inside the comfort zone with the other foot. Because if you try and jump out or like no, go too that. far too fast, yeah, you, you <laughs> likely fall back. However, of course, if you stay with both feet in your comfort zone, obviously you don't move (laughs) far either. So that's like the right balance. One foot out, one foot in. So go as far as you can, as you comfortably can, challenging yourself a little bit. Meaning if uncomfortable emotions come up, if tears come up, it's probably actually a good thing because it means you're processing. It means you're reintegrating whatever is going on, whatever that uh, lets you to cry. And meditation can actually be used as a practice to deal with challenges emotions situations and help them find a lighter place within your system yeah yeah i don't believe they go i believe that they reintegrate and meditation can help with that reintegration process yeah definitely and actually yeah with with any kind of part or any challenge that you're facing within your life you can then get a better understanding i suppose of it or a better yeah mindset on it especially if you uh, you don't know what to do and sometimes i will say that like in my meditations i'll say how can i deal with whatever it is and then you just have to then let it go and 
just let those thoughts come in and sometimes they might not make sense but then other times it'd be like ah that's right <laughs> so mm -hmm. if things don't make sense what would then you say good questions well you're asking great questions thank you for that <laughs> so yeah indeed it's about gaining a different perspective indeed because meditation and like we said also yoga etc those types of practices they help you take a step back and see things in a different perspective in a different light and also help you see the bigger picture again so um so yeah that's for starters it can help you gain a new perspective see things in different light um see the bigger picture which is great but it doesn't indeed always mean that we understand what's going on exactly because i mean life is has many different sides we have many different uh. sides we don't have we don't have clarity over everything no matter how much we want that sometimes right but the thing i would say here is um accept what's going on in the first place whether or not you understand what is going on because sooner or later perspective will come and understanding and insight will come because oftentimes looking backwards it's easy to connect the dots and see the red thread you're like oh my god how did I not see that all along but it's easier looking back and that's the exact same thing when you're in the middle of something you may not see the full picture you may not understand all the parts of it in that moment itself but later on in hindsight you will so do keep going accept and accept what's coming up whether or not you understand it and trust that the clarity that you need will yeah. come along the way yeah especially when you stick with the practice because again that practice can definitely help to gain yeah. understanding yeah but that's life is like a, a game in a sense it's like a playing field a, a playground basically yeah right? that's like, true yeah, we're testing things we're trying out things some things do work some things don't work some things we do understand some things we don't i mean we're using many devices we're having many like yeah. technology <laughs> we all use it most of us don't really understand it yeah right? true yeah i think that would be a great analogy in terms of uh, yeah. our own thoughts and feelings and stuff as well we have them we don't always understand them nonetheless <laughs> <laughs> but it's not always um, needed either to have full understanding because in the end the practice is acceptance yes and going with what happens going with the flow you don't always yeah. have to understand all the details yeah. of it in order to make use of it basically yeah. yeah I love that that is so true that's such a good analogy actually because yeah we've got yeah. phones devices well laptop I'm on uh, yeah tablets everything and yeah, yeah, we hardly don't understand that. <laughs> I don't, at least, yeah. I think many with us don't indeed, but we still use it. We learn yeah. how to use it and we learn how to make it useful. Yeah. I'm not yeah. having the full picture there either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a few people have come to me over the years and have said, oh, I don't need meditation. Um, it's it's just for like people or meditations for um people and things like mm. that. And I'll be like, well, no, have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it. Well try it and see and you don't really i always say this to the kids actually don't say you don't like it or don't know it if you haven't tried yeah. it <laughs> i agree i agree good <laughs> so i think sometimes kids. yeah mm. i think sometimes people have i don't know what the word is like there's an understanding that meditation is not for me and it won't work for me because it's for a certain type of person stereotyping that's the word mm. <laughs> Yeah. It's not until you try it. Yes, you might not like it or it might not be for you, but until you try it and realize, then yes, that then you can then decide whether or not it is for you or not. True. Uh, yeah, exactly true. I mean, I don't believe in a one size fits all. I've, I've mentioned yeah. that before. And 
it could be that it's not for you indeed for most most people however who try it say ah okay ah that's interesting ah it gives me this it gives me that because that could be different yeah. for everyone as well right but still could be that it's not for you but indeed yeah. you do try it first because you wouldn't know unless you try yeah. like you just said but also there's so many benefits to meditation i mean whichever article you might read about the benefits <laughs> of meditation there's like lists and lists and lists of things it's almost like how can one thing and um, benefit so many other things i mean on a physical level emotional level mental level etc spiritual level if you'd like um but the thing is meditation is becoming and, and also already has become more and more mainstream and it is yeah it used to be regarded indeed as quite a woo-woo practice yes yes spiritual or trying to connect to uh, the universe or however, however yeah. you want to call it and there's still people who use it for that most definitely but at the same yeah. time we also hear more and more about famous ceos business owners entrepreneurs who use it to be more productive at work right yes. and that's a very a very earthly <laughs> i would say the one that i can use very much as well sometimes so yeah given there's so many benefits to the practice everyone gets something else out of it depending on what you need the most yeah again on a physical emotional mental spiritual level or a combination of those of course yeah yeah so the thing is uh, meditation is used by so many different people for so many different things and each one of them gets something else out of it so do definitely give it a try and you might be surprised by what you, what comes up and what comes out for you and what it helps you yeah. with in life. yeah again, it does show you a mirror and that mirror can help with insights in terms of how to improve a certain area of your life or how to yeah. feel better with a challenge that you're facing or how yeah. to get to know yourself better overall or how to be able to sleep more deeply and wake up more refreshed in the morning. I mean, all of those are amazing benefits. <laughs> yeah. So, so definitely, yeah. They are. Yeah. Hey, I am so excited to tell you that I am ambassador for an amazing yoga apparel brand called Veya Mudra. And it is a Swedish yoga brand that designs products for a healthy and active lifestyle. And the company was actually founded in 2017 and I came on board in 2018 as an ambassador and it has since grown hugely, huge, huge, huge is. And their aim is simple and we want to inspire as many people as possible to live a healthy life and to practice yoga because those who stick with regular yoga practice report themselves to be happier and healthier in life. And like I am, I love all these products so so much they are just so lovely and yes I am happy and healthy in my life (laughs) so we find inspiration to our products from all of yogis around the world by building deep relationships within the yoga community and they have gained invaluable insights and understanding of quality and function of the yoga products to satisfy all needs and all kinds of levels of yoga practice. And in 2020, Veo Madra committed to take serious steps towards becoming a sustainable brand. And as a result, they are now offering products made of recycled and other sustainable fabrics produced in the European Union manufacturer that complies with Greenpeace's environmental standards across the entire production chain isn't that amazing so go to veyamudra.com and use yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount code at the checkout that's yogi gemma 15 for a 15 percent discount at the checkout and this yoga apparel brand is one of my favorites and they are so soft they're versatile and they last forever so yes go to veyamudra.com and use Yogi Gemma 15 for all of the 15% discount. And also when you have it, 
check out the hashtag Veya Madra Tribe on social media and 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 check it out and and go and see it all. There's so much on there. But yeah, go to Yogi Gemma fifteen on the checkout and get fifteen percent discount. don't really have to just sit down there's another stereotypical question Mm. Um, you don't just have to sit down cross legs and yeah be that mm, person you can (laughs) would you say meditation would be going out in nature and going for a walk or wherever Mm. you want to be cooking dinner or something like that I like that question it's actually very it's a how to say there's a blurry line for many people between meditation and mindfulness indeed they are they have a lot of overlap but they are different in a sense indeed so on the one hand it's true you don't have to sit cross-legged burn some incense and all that kind of (laughs) stuff to meditate not at all you can if you want (laughs) feel free obviously but you don't have to at all some people uh, like meditating seated let's say i'll I'll address uh, the walking etc meditation in, in a moment but some people do like meditating seated close their eyes and meditate but they sit in the chair in their office you know yeah. it doesn't have yeah. to be as again as woo as some people think indeed you don't have to sit in a lotus position if that's not comfortable for you <laughs> like it's there's no there's guidelines but there's no rules as such that's very different yes. and then in terms of different types of meditation like when you're cooking when you're doing your favorite hobby for example walking being in nature those are um, practices or activities that help you enter a meditative state yes indeed when you take it very black and white they're not necessarily called meditation yeah they're called mindfulness practices but the meditative state is um uh comes with both of them whether you sit down to close your eyes and meditate or whether you are in nature cooking etc yeah so the state is the same but the activity has a different name basically anything yeah. that yeah that doesn't let you sit down close your eyes is called mindfulness activity yes but still to enter a meditative state or a mindfulness state for that matter so it's it's a thin line it's it has a lot of overlap a lot of similarities but yeah technically the words for those two types of activities is slightly different yeah yeah that clarifies because it's true many people (laughs) have that question actually yeah yeah and then someone said to me the other day because i sent them a meditation um can i listen to it in the car and i said "Mm, probably not because (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i was thinking but why and i thought well actually your body then goes into a form of relaxed state and you don't want to be relaxed when you're driving you do but not to a form of you're going to (laughs) crash it's true exactly yeah exactly like we just touched the brief upon there's different types of meditations for different purposes some meditations help you focus more so those yeah you can do them in the car if indeed they help you focus more because again no (laughs) one size fits all not everyone may have the same effects of every single uh, session and guidance right but it's true generally meditation helps you to relax yeah and or tap into a certain state that you like to tap into such as productivity such as you know yeah overall it is recommended not to listen to meditations in a car if you don't know yet what the meditation does to you let's say yes yeah definitely something to be (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it is definitely something to be very careful with but if you know yourself and if you know what it does to you then theoretically you can but again if we go back to the technical definition of what a meditation is i would say do not meditate in the car (laughs) yeah but there are there are guided uh, yeah audios that can actually help you to focus more while driving for example in that case yes. and if you know the effect it has <laughs> on you then yeah 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> and do you use it for, or could you use a meditate meditative state? Say that word <laughs> for like your cycle. If you're a woman, you have a cycle every month. Mm. Would you say that meditations will be different throughout your month? So like if you're on your bleed, then it will be different to what you would be doing when you're ovulating because you have more energetic magnetism when you're ovulating. Yeah. Would you say different ones for that? That's the first time I received a question, but it's an amazing one. It's very much <laughs> in sync because I'm just reading a book about the lifestyle to go with your cycle. So oh, wow. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's research that just came out a few years ago, actually, and it just published it, I think, one or two years ago. Right. Um, and it's about how, it is, how a female cycle indeed influences basically our whole yeah, yes. life. They actually it say. does. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, exactly. And then they did research regarding what types of foods, what types of activities, etc., are good for each week of the cycle. Okay, okay each, yeah. Sorry, not for week, actually. Phase, phase yeah. of the cycle. There's four phases, but not each of them are an exact week, right? Yeah. So, so extend, building on that, basically, I would say the same for meditation, because in some phases of our cycle, we have high energy, super focused, super yeah. productive. Some other phases were like, oh my God, just let me sleep the whole day long, right? Yeah. I, think, I think most women know what we're talking about here. Um, so I would say actually, yeah, depending yeah. on what it is that you need, depending on the phase of the cycle and the phase of uh, your life that you're in as well, different meditations can help you gain different benefits. Yeah. Depending on how you're feeling, what it is that you like to feel like or be like or have. Um, so yeah, the answer yeah. would be yes. At the same time, meditation overall, let's say generic meditation, also helps you to tune into yourself, your body, and also your cycle more. So it also helps you, whichever type of meditation you would do during whichever phase of yeah. your cycle, in any case, it helps you to tune in more, to connect to yourself more, so you know better what you might need. So yeah. you know better how to basically uh, specify what kind of practice, what kind of version, what kind of audio to yeah. use in that phase. So great question actually yeah that's amazing that's yeah. really good because yeah i i never really tracked my cycle until i had children um yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's incredible it's amazing how only up to i think a couple of years ago that i was really focused on it and it is incredible what you do with your cycle and and how you feel throughout your cycle at different stages but then also the activities you do and yeah like you were just saying but it is it's really really it's amazing and sometimes if you're not on any contraception or anything like that and you, you flow then you're going to then try and sync with the moon as well sometimes people will sync with the moon with their cycle as well which which i find incredible it's amazing yeah. or to each other when they spend a lot of time together they said yes. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that is weird as well that is amazing but yeah. also i think we should teach it more in schools as well like we have a massive yeah. curriculum around the world whatever it is but none of this well-being self-care stuff is taught and it should be and then it's up to the parents too which i do with the kids anyway but yeah not many people can teach it because they don't really understand it the same as what we were saying earlier yeah true. so i think it should really be taught in schools because then people children will then be able to grow up noticing their body more and not just thinking oh actually i feel bad today or i feel good today and this is because blah 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 yeah totally agree and this reminds me it reminds me of two things. I used to work for a company called Mind Valley. They were all about uh, creating courses 
for young people and older people regarding the life skills that we've never uh, oh, wow. we've never learned at school exactly that that was yeah that was the whole mission division at the same time also there's this quote by the dalai lama if every eight oh, year wow. old yeah if every eight year old in the world would meditate we would have world peace within one generation and it's wow. true because not only of course what meditation can do to an individual and definitely what meditation can do at a larger scale there were actually also studies i may be going a bit of track here but it's very interesting right. <laughs> perhaps uh, perhaps the listeners would love to hear this as well there have been studies regarding um crime rates and whether people meditating in a certain area could affect crime rates but it's not the people who would actually perform this criminal activities okay. who meditate it's their neighbors the people in their area etc so they put i think a few thousands of people together to meditate uh, on a regular basis and crime rates actually did in that area actually did go down wow so, so it's not just the influence it has on you as an individual but also the influence it has yeah the, the energy that it's pushing ex- out yes exactly so i mean <laughs> yeah again this quote by the Dalai Lama, the work i i used to do in terms of okay building uh, studies courses around life skills social skills that we haven't actually learned at school that are so necessary to learn it's it's crazy when you think about it yeah but yeah so i think the earlier the earlier you start with all these types of practices the more also your parents indeed uh teach you or have parents who may be listening here the earlier you start with yeah sharing these types of things with your kids i think the more connected the more in tune they are when they grow up which will only benefit not only them but also people around them yeah we all have an influence on each other right we're social social (laughs) beings we are yeah yeah deeply connected with one another so yeah yeah and would you say journaling would go with meditation so would you journal after you've done a meditation or would you journal before Mm. to kind of figure out what you want to do with your meditation Mm. both could work again depending on indeed what it is exactly that you're looking for that you want because if you journal before meditation it could actually mean that let's say your mind is very busy you just got off of work lots of things on your mind it can actually help you to clean clear empty your mind or still your mind already a bit so your meditation becomes a bit easier you don't have to go through all that while sitting (laughs) while meditating on the other hand if you have a specific question for example that you're looking for an answer to you could actually use the meditation to gain clarity and gain insight and really tap into your subconscious potentially and then journaling after could help you to actually verbalize that answer and bring it back to your conscious understanding so both practices work both practices help depending on what you're looking for that's yeah. why I said it's like a playing field try and test and see what works for you see what doesn't and see yes. new things come up and things that you may have actually have never heard about that you that you're able to figure out and found out by yourself yeah yeah in the end it's all about experiments experimenting yeah yeah you know? it is it really <laughs> seeing is what, seeing what happens when you do this <laughs> seeing what happens when you do that so yeah both yeah. are actually great practices journaling and meditation goes well together in That's whichever good. form yeah yeah and would you say when when you're struggling with something in your life like a relationship or you've got something going on in your family or work or anything would you say meditation and journaling would be really good to gain clarity on that and then find out where you want to go from there exactly yeah it's about gaining clarity it's about reintegrating as well because sometimes clarity can only come when you create some space for the clarity to come right so yeah most definitely yeah yeah Yeah. that's really good (laughs) and um 
would you say some people are really into crystals and other people aren't and i use crystals i love my rose quartz because that's all about love and yeah romance and things like that mm -hmm. <laughs> but would you say bring that into it if you wanted to try it again trial and error i suppose correct yes learning <laughs> fast <laughs> but indeed indeed if there's things like crystals or or whatever like if incense or music or smells you know anything that you like do bring it into your practice because it can only help you to deepen it further if it's something you like and that you're open to otherwise it probably won't do much yeah. for you <laughs> yeah so by all means it'll it's almost like meditation is a practice in itself obviously but it doesn't it doesn't have any um uh, counter effects with anything else you can complement it with with whatever other types of things that you enjoy that you like so you can so it can help deepen each other yes and what we do with samavera actually it's interesting that you ask uh, we create we don't just guide meditations we don't just give meditation trainings but we create a whole sensorial experience meaning we play around with the lights um, the lights go off when we meditate we actually turn on the candles so we see the flame at first we focus mm -hmm. on the flame to get yeah, to kind of like get ready to meditate we don't close yeah. our eyes right away which is quite a common practice in the sense of okay sit close eyes meditate but yeah. it's quite difficult <laughs> to do that especially it if is. you're new to the practice yeah so what we do with some of here is we, we take some time to first okay give our body a sign or our system a sign that we're about to meditate because it can learn that okay meditation is going to come soon so it helps to actually calm down oh, the body uh -huh. it's it's a good yeah. trick <laughs> yeah so we use candles for that we use essential oils with an oil diffuser to really help spread uh, we use lavender for example because lavender is a very calming smell and given that smells work directly on the brain it has a direct effect on the brain it helps actually again calm the body calm the mind yeah we use music was created by a sound engineer who actually went to the ocean to record the ocean oh, wow. waves in person he integrated that uh -huh. into the music and again the ocean waves can help soothe the brain waves because they have an effect on one another or the ocean waves have an effect on our brain wave frequencies so our brains yeah we always we tune in to whatever is around us yes in order to deepen the meditation practice for our students we created the whole sensorial experience so all senses are engaged so the meditation practice becomes even more deepened yeah or even more heightened depending on how you yeah, see yeah. it right? <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting thing huh? just depends on how you see it but yeah so yeah. I think all of that and crystals and incense all those kinds of things yeah. work, it works perfectly together so yeah some people build like a meditation altar where they yes can, yeah I've heard of that yeah 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 mandalas yeah. whatever floats your boat basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can be anything and it i is. think uh, one of my clients actually asked me the other day would i do like a flame visualization and i said yes so i did one for her but um it was kind of like looking into the flame because it then cleanses your eyes which then allows your brain to switch off and you can then come back in so again you're not closing your eyes you're staring at the flame but it is doing something i don't know what it's doing but it certainly it works <laughs> true and the thing the thing is with meditation some people um let's say there's a misconception about meditation that you need to still your mind empty your mind and that's it basically and that's yes, also the yeah. purpose of it etc but i don't actually fully agree because in meditation 
it's so much easier to use a specific technique or use a specific uh, something that you look at, something that you think about in order to train the mind initially yes. to still itself. A lot of people try meditation, they're beginners, they jump into the practice and think, okay, now I'm going to have an empty mind. And then, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't work overnight, right? So to train yourself for meditation and to become uh, good at meditation, let's say, it's actually easier to first take one thing to focus on so your mind is becoming trained to yes. fill itself, empty itself, and then over time you can actually sit without it and go into that meditation without the extra help basically right yeah 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 and that in in between step helps a lot of people to actually uh learn how to meditate if you skip that step it's quite challenging i can say (laughs) and i definitely understand when people say i can't i can't meditate i do understand it yeah believe it but it's because many, many people don't know this so it could be a candle could be a mantra could be music as well However, I do have to add that uh, what we do with Samavir, for example, is we use that as a, as a technique, but then we do go beyond it. We do let go of it at a certain time, and then we connect to ourselves within. We drop within our bodies. We let the mind also drop within the body. Yeah. So we can indeed sit in silence and with an empty mind, with a still mind, but after the training that we went through, basically. Yeah. yeah. We don't stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Some meditation styles, techniques, they do stop there. And that's that's the meditation. But what we do is we go beyond it. For us, it's a training part of the meditation. Yeah. So that's a difference. Yeah. And do you find with with your program that people come out completely a different person in a way, in a good way? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully in a good way, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very interesting question because I think the answer is not as straightforward not as black and white because on the one hand some changes some of the most profound changes are very subtle and sometimes there's just something that seems small but that clicks and that creates this like domino effect of positive changes right but sometimes that click that one switch can be very subtle so it's not like someone wakes up and five uh, someone goes into training and eight weeks later you don't recognize them anymore yeah it's almost like they became more of themselves yes get what i mean yeah it's like you let go of the things that you realize are actually not good for you or things that you're actually you know not being fully yeah. honest to yourself about you do more or tune in to more of the things that you know are actually good for you positive yeah. habits positive people etc things that actually um help increase your energy levels or help you to you know tune in to connect yeah and by letting go of the one tuning in more to the other you do actually shift your yeah. lifestyle shifts your life become a become a different person in a sense but i think um many of us believe that change can that big changes are supposed to be shown very uh, clearly yes that you actually do become someone else but i think with these what we believe in with the meditation practice is more like you become more like you originally authentically naturally are like yeah yeah do you, does, am I making yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the answer would be yes, but it's not like someone, it's like a different yeah. person, you don't recognize them. It's more like they, they feel grounded, they're more centered, they're more, they have more clarity. Yes. They, they shift some behaviors, they, their mindset became more empowered, etc. etc. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I've learned so much. <laughs> it's really amazing. So, so did I. Your questions are amazing, honestly. 
Great. <laughs> That's yeah. really, really good. And where can we find you? What's your website or your programs or what are you doing at the moment? We are online at samaverameditation.com. I'll put all of everything in the show notes anyway. Yeah, perfect. And also on Instagram, Facebook, and everything that we do is also mentioned there. So definitely do take a look. And if you, if anyone has any questions, obviously feel free to reach out or any questions about anything we talked about today as well, because I know some of the questions you asked are questions that are on people's minds, which is perfect. We can help address them. And sometimes they lead to follow-up questions that people don't start wondering about. <laughs> always open to, uh, yeah. To, to talk further discuss further perfect and oh thank you so much it's been amazing it's been thank really you. really good to have you on <laughs> likewise likewise thank you so much honestly it's amazing work that you do in this world Keep yes it. both of you yeah both of us this has been amazing yeah. <laughs> but yes we'll definitely catch up soon yes perfect thank you All right oh so as always I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode I will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Music.